It's the Tiltcast, episode 487, Soup Kitchen. And this week, guys, we talked Age of Empires 4, Last Ark, and Mass Effect 3 Legendary Edition. Stay tuned. Sexy hot tubs. Super steamy. Yes, it's the Tillcast, and we're back. It is another week. This is going to be a short month. Um, just getting started. It's an M-rated show. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. Hey, Jason. How you doing? Hey, and we're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, some games, some news. Um, yeah, it's, this is going to be a short month. I've got, we've got a Thanksgiving. 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 We've got the Thanksgiving holiday. Very uh, southern of you. Yeah. Um, that'll be, so the week of the 27th, we're not recording. And then next week, um, I'm going to be, have people over here all day. So on Saturday doing my biannual, well, actually I haven't done this since before COVID, but my, it's usually two times a year gaming session, but I've got my buddy Peter's coming from Alaska. Got the Dave and John from picking up the pixels and Matt, who's been on here. The Dave, huh? The Dave. All right. Um, we're doing our gaming session all day. So smoking a turkey and some smoked green bean casserole and some jalapeno shark bites. Shark bites. So yeah, shark bites are amazing. Making a shitload of stuff. It's actually fairly keto friendly. Um, oh, yeah, my friend Chris, too. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that, yeah, because Chris lost a lot of weight um, mm. and he by doing keto. So I would it's lo- basically mostly keto friendly. I would lose a whole lot more weight if I actually moved, but I am too addicted to like game sitting, game, 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 and keto. Keto and game it basically means I maintain, which yeah. does not necessarily help me very much, but I maintain. <laughs> I'm feeling better about my down view here of me not looking as porky. So, um, yeah, I look very porky. I've the only got, thing I notice more from this point of view is my lack of hairline. Yeah, we don't even want to talk <laughs> about that. Fuck you. You at least have hair. I mean, but we, we've we got Jason over there who basically has like a Cro-Magnon hairline. Like his eyebrows touch the top of his, the front part of his hair almost. I mean, at least he's like wearing he's, a shirt. I mean, I didn't I don't know if you knew that. this, but Jason, <laughs> you were shirtless when you got on. Yeah, I really... I realized it after I got on because, uh, like I said, I've been outside all day. So I literally just got out of the shower and forgot to throw a shirt on. <laughs> it was wearing like, pants. I'm like, I'm, I, I was, don't even want to I was know. wearing shorts. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. What is it going to stand up? Okay. I don't want to know. This is what we get for have, uh, for allowing him to do remote. Uh, <laughs> we just see, yeah. uh, realistically see the shit. only reason i'm remote is i'm so tired right now i don't trust myself to drive home at one o'clock in the morning Uber. we do so in my new role i meet a lot of new employees kind of like i did when i was on site and i was actually joking with them i was like okay so you know you got what we're expected to wear which you see this polo shirt it's like nobody knows if you're wearing like a goofy t-shirt underneath right so that's like there's that and I stood up and I was like, and I still wear cargo shorts and flip flops. I mean, with why not? my shirt and tie. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I was like, when, when I'm out of this from the waist up. Yeah, the 
the person that was I was working with who's like, yeah, it's like the some mullet of outfits. It is. It's, it really is. So he's uh, like, he's like, I wear shorts every day and flip flops. I mean, uh, yeah, I wear flip flops all day. Yeah. Like, well, I'm worried about going flat footed at this point because I wear no arch supports ever. Well, aren't you already flat footed? You freaking like plains dweller, you. I mean, um, <laughs> well, I am a. F- I guess I am, I'm more I am plains of- dweller than I am northerner anyway. Any- anymore i am of the fair folk ah jeez. i am not (laughs) sure i was thinking about that as i mean i do have hairy feet i'm kind of hobbit like (laughs) if i didn't have the beard like i definitely look like a samwise you're you're about three foot too tall (laughs) like if you shrunk me a foot like i'd just be a bit like samwise's brother samwise's taller brother i'm like well okay so which one was it the uh was it Bolin? Who was the really tall hobbit? Uh, was that Pippin? Was Pippin the tall top? I, I can't. I, I think Pippin was I, the taller one. I haven't read it in a long Pippin, time. Pippin and Mary ended up being the Mary, tallest hobbits because Mary, of the waters in the forest. Right. Yeah. Mary ended up being the tallest hobbit. I can't remember if it ever says in the book, but I want to say it was a little bit over four feet. Okay. All right. Well, that's 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 something. And now you know. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, flat-footed, hairy feet, hairy legs. If I didn't have the beard, I'd just be a hobbit. Um, man. Yeah. So, Jason, I know you've been uh, busy being shirtless. If you can hear that, that is the excitedness of a pupper dog who is on a little who bit of extra ber- Benadryl who is uh, very smiley still. Very smiley. I mean, Rusty's literally her best friend. Show Paul purse. She did. You know, she barely does that. I'm saying, but she likes it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, she's trying to tonsilize me. (laughs) (laughs) What? I love you too, Lola dog. She doesn't do that very much with me. I was in a meeting earlier this week, and. She does this thing where she uh, she just kind of goes, and she looks at you, and I know it's the hungry face, and that's what's going on. She just, like, sits right off camera and then stares at me and, like, makes this little low noise. <laughs> and eventually she jumps up and tries to get in my face like she's doing with you when she's really hungry at night. And there's a lot of times that I'm doing meetings nowadays towards the end of my day. And she's just trying to communicate that she wants food. So Lola has gotten her showtime at least twice. Well, I'm in the middle of a meeting. Of course, everybody loves Lola, so nobody cares. But Everybody loves Lola, dog. She won't let me go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she is a she is a cad. She is. You are. You are. You are a ham. If you were. If you were a pig, you'd be like Parker. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much, doggy. So, Rusty, the, if I go out of town, you'll watch Lola, right? Oh, jeez. Here it comes again. Oh. <sighs> you done? I mean, she already crushed your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what the view looks like from your angle, Jason. I think all you see is a dog butt. <sighs> I mean, I only saw like half of it because... 
for whatever reason, the camera's at a new angle. That's because Justin wants to uh, steal all the freaking view or look at the top of his head from uh, from on high. I don't need to be on camera. There you go. Yeah, I need to see your facial expressions. Hmm. So, Jason. I mean, that was a facial expression you could hear. Yeah, it was. (laughs) You've been up to things and stuff today, right? Oh, I've been up to stuff and things. Yeah, I was uh, putting all the finishing touches on our on our uh, love shack hot tub covering. Love shack, love shack. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Does it have a tin roof? So, is it rusted? No, <sighs> no. You fail, and me. I didn't use tin for the roof. Ah, oh, you fail me. That'd actually be really hot, though, wouldn't it? Those are those, uh, the roof panels I got were the, uh, uh, the polystyrene plastic panels. I see. So when you're building a little bitty structure like that, do you, can you buy like a pre-made roof then? Uh, you can, but that would have to go through a special manufacturer. I would, I spent half the day up on top of that structure, screwing in eight separate panels. So, are you happy with what you've created? Uh, yeah, it means I won't lose a uh, pop-up canopy to any surprise wind, which, you know, never happens at all in Oklahoma. No, surprise winds? No. Have you have you given your little hot tub a, a whirl so far? Oh yeah, we've been in it a couple times even before the structure was finished. But like it, I haven't been in a hot to tub. To be honest, the thing does wonders for all my muscle and joint problems. Okay. That's the main reason we have it. Well, is the no it's not. Yeah, it actually is. <laughs> I call bullshit. Yeah. If it was no, for your muscle and joint is. issues, you wouldn't be building a structure around it. You well, wouldn't be talking about hanging curtains in front of the entryway. I mean, he's not wrong. Otherwise, Rusty, you could put it over. You Rusty could put it has over. witnessed all of my muscle and joint issues firsthand. If you were weren't worried about privacy you just put a big umbrella behind it and be he done with wanna, it he doesn't want to lose no, the umbrella that, that's the thing he wants can, to you can take an umbrella down but the that's uh, not that's not the whole point i know that's my no point. the that is oh, my the point, point. Oh. no the point of there's, the covering and then the the heavy curtains on the open side is really to keep weather out uh-huh when it starts raining, the last thing you want when you're in a 100-plus degree hot tub is for near-freezing rain to be falling on your head. Well, I mean, there is that, but I'm just saying I haven't known a lot of... Anytime I've been in a couple situation in a hot tub, it is not then simply to be in a hot tub. That's oh well. That's just your own 
experience. I mean, your experience is boring as fuck, man. I mean, <laughs> he's not trying to say it. You want to fuck in the hot tub? <laughs> you don't always have to fuck in the hot tub. I'm just saying. You want to fuck a, around in the hot tub? No, you want to fuck I mean, around a little bit. Why do you have tub? to fucking like tickle each other's dicks about this? Like, just come out. It's an M-rated show. He wants to get it on. He wants to fucking like. He wants somebody to tickle his taint. No. I don't give a fuck. No. Bring it out. No foreplay can happen in the hot tub. Sex does not. <laughs> that happens just outside the hot tub because who wants to move that far with a fucking like ah never mind um <laughs> and as previously stated i'm not going to get in your man juice soup <laughs> this was also uh a good alternative to uh building a bigger gazebo to accomplish the same thing okay so this was a stopgap measure no, this is this, this is, is a replacement measure. This is a replacement this is for the, the gazebo measure. Okay, replacement for the gazebo for your hot man soup. That okay, got it. Awesome, There's perfect. Hot lady soup going on too. I mean, never going over there ever again. <laughs> you just put <laughs> just put a sign above above the entrance that says "Welcome to the soup kitchen." Oh my god. <laughs> no Is this what you say you. about every hot tub? No soup for well, I mean, I can uh count how many hot tubs I've been in in the last ten years on one hand. Um and uh believe me, it was the first thing going through my mind is like what has happened in this tub? And then of course I left the tub. Went to the sauna and said the same thing. What has happened in the sauna? And then I went and took a shower and been like, I'll never be clean. <laughs> Doesn't the same thing just happen in swimming pools after dark, too? Just saying. How often do I go, go to a swimming pool, Jason? You don't swim. Aha! There you go. You don't swim at all? No, I don't swim at all. Can you swim? Yes, I can. Last I checked. Which was... When you were a boy? 20 years ago. Damn. <laughs> At least. It's um, actually a big thing now that Lola's traveling further as I'm thinking about taking her out on a boat. On a boat. Yeah. Lola on a boat. Yep. Just get get her a uh, doggy life vest and she'll be fine. Yeah. I totally plan on getting her a yep. doggy life vest, but she's a... Uh, She's turned into quite the adventurer over the last month. Okay. I mean... I mean, she, she gone for the creek? Well, I mean, she drove 2,000 miles with me a month ago. Wow, that's true. I mean... I mean... We can... I can safely say that... And I didn't give her the medication on the way back. So she's she's perfectly fine with it now. Yeah. So... Now... She's I mean, used a, to driving. A 2,000-mile trip will... Uh, will train a dog for car rides real quick. Yeah, I mean, she still didn't eat a lot or poop a lot or drink a lot for that long drive. But, but I mean, she was also probably just like, you know, obviously I cannot poop in the car, so I don't necessarily need to poop so often. Yeah, she just, I just gave her treats. I'd eat something, I'd give her a treat. I mean, I went to Whataburger once and I gave her a burger patty. 
There you go. But I was trying not to give her anything, for the most part, too fatty because I didn't want her to get her stomach to get upset. You are such a dog dad. Well, if her stomach gets upset, <laughs> that means I'm driving hundreds of miles with vomit in the car. No, I wouldn't drive hundreds of miles with vomit in the car. Trust me, when I was out in New Mexico, it was hundreds of miles before I saw things. I just go reach out, grab a handful of sand, throw it on there, and fucking like you know wipe that shit off. You you figure it out. You figure you it have, out. You would have grabbed a handful of goat heads is what you'd have grabbed out in New Mexico. Well, you know, I don't know because I'm not traveled. I don't know what the whole rest of the world looks like. The, the, the farthest I tra- travel from my freaking apartment is to come here. <laughs> the topography out in West Texas and Southern New Mexico is uh, very arid. Very wily E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. Okay. That that makes total sense, and uh, just not going out there. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fucking dry. I mean, so Jason, aside from a uh, hot tub madness, um, you been up to anything else? Hot tub madness. Mm. Uh, you know, last week we did the whole Halloween thing with the kids on Saturday and Sunday. So, I mean, yeah. that was a thing. I dressed up as a you, you uninterested went, human being. You still oh, went as Jason, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just went as Jason. Mask and um, all? You. So, you know, several trunk or treats and pumpkin patch and so all that stuff. When you have little kids and you're taking them trick-or-treating nowadays, like it's not as much door-to-door stuff as it is like finding the place where people are giving away a bunch of candy in one spot now, right? Right. Go to a lot of it for the most part. There are several of like community centers you know, and when, churches and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, when there's when you know there's a uh, uh, safe neighborhoods, like I think they went to uh, they went to one on Sunday evening while I was uh uh, here uh, uh, leveling the ground for the hot tub. Uh, they went out to a neighborhood closer to Glenpool, you know, because the word was out that it was a good spot and safe. Uh-huh. Um, but for the most part, I mean, you can't trust you can't trust as many houses as you used to be able to. You know, it used to be every neighborhood, almost every house, but. Man, I got adopted by a, a nice old lady in my, in my hometown every, uh, you know, every um, Halloween would go up to this big house. It was like the biggest house in town. Um, nice old lady gave me like full candy bars. I was like, I'm going to this place, right? Because full candy bars, right? Um, but she just said that I was the cutest little kid and that, uh, she just wanted to adopt me. And I'm like, please, (laughs) which grandma, please. (laughs) Um, but, uh, it was, you know, for me growing up going, you know, going door to door was, you know, was the thing, right? Um, there wasn't a trunk or treat you know, situation. It was just... Because we basically grew up a few years after the setting of Stranger Things. Pretty much, yeah. Um, And 
the idea behind it was you know, you knew the neighborhood and you knew which houses to skip because you just knew the neighborhood. The time frame or the times have changed so much in just the last like, you know, 30, 40 years that you don't know your neighbors anymore, you know? Not as much as you used to. When I was when I was a kid, I grew up in a small town in Oklahoma. And there was only about 10 houses in the neighborhood we were in, but right across the street was a little bit older neighborhood with a lot of houses. But we knew most of the neighbors. Like, I had friends in that neighborhood, and I had friends all along the street that I lived on. Right. And, like, you know, we... Just about everybody participated, so... But, like, I was even... Even here, like, nobody ever... Nobody... Now, I had my light off on purpose because I didn't buy candy because I'm an asshole. You uh, dick. I wanted to play Back for Blood. And candy's <laughs> expensive. <laughs> um, okay. And Lola would have gotten super excited. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But, like, you know, even me just... Every now and then I was like, you know, I'd take Lola out or whatever and go sit on my back porch for a minute. I didn't hear kids outside. Like, there wasn't any kids in the neighborhood. There's Halloween decorations all over, but, like, I noticed the neighbors across the street that have, like, a shitload of Halloween decorations, like, because their car sets off my ring alarm when they drive away... Like, I noticed that they drove away. Right. So they and, probably and just so went they to went, a trunk or treat. Yeah, they went to some kind of trunk or treat. There's a huge <laughs> mega church around the corner that does a trunk or treat with a ton of them. Like, when I was going for my supply run, I noticed a whole bunch of cars lining up. So, but yeah, I didn't even know what that was until it was a fucking... Like, the last ten years, like, that isn't even that old of a thing, is it? What, uh, the whole trunk or treat thing? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to say. I only um, know it, since I have, I've had kids, so that's the last five years at least. Well, I, I dated a girl almost twenty years ago um, that had a little kid, and we went around the neighborhood like doing trick or treating together. I remember doing that a couple years. I was with her for about three years. Um, but yeah, that that was the last like normal trick or treating situation. And Spencer didn't give a fuck about. I mean. Halloween. I mean, yeah. all he wanted her to do was, like, dress up as an anime character and then pretend he was going to go talk to girls. Okay. And that's perfectly fine. And I completely understood that. He didn't want anything to do with me. He was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do Halloween things. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Be safe, kid. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, me. with the other kiddo, who's still barely old enough to me to even say her name. Um, she went and just did stuff with her friends. I remember it was last year she came here on Halloween night and she was dressed up as, um, Jill Valentine of all things. Okay. I was pretty proud of her to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, cause I was like, oh, you crossed over to my domain, kiddo. I recognize that character. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, um, but yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, the last time I actually, you know, dressed up was, um, that was the barf days. Um, I say Jessa did Elvira. <clears throat> I, uh, no, Elvira is fine. I mean, <laughs> um, but yeah, I did the, uh, the whole, uh, barf from Spaceballs. Uh, was it freaking seven years ago now? 
Um, yeah, what, your second year in college? Yeah. I mean, I, I figured, yeah. I mean, if if I had to stop, I had to stop with the most epic costume ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> We we put we cut we put quite a bit of good time into that costume. Yeah, I we still, manufactured a lot of shit for that. I still have I still have barf in a box. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have barf barf's in a, a little barf's a little big now though. Yeah, I don't think I could fit into the uh, into the costume for it. I think the uh, <laughs> the um, I'd, I'd have to actually add padding to the costume, which would. Which would suck. I mean, that's not a bad thing, right? I mean, sure, it's not a bad thing, but, um, yeah. I bet there's a better wig, um, because the wig I got was kind of, like, half-assed. Yeah, well, that was the one thing we really couldn't find a good one for, so we just kind of cobbled a couple of them together and tried to make it work. So yeah, I have. It's been it's been a while since I actually participated in. Uh... Well, I was gonna say she does she does a medical podcast um, with her business partner, and she had to do so. They do a video podcast, and they'll either interview a doctor or they'll talk about something else that has to do with the book that he writes. So he does this thing where they, um. I'm not going to say what it is because it reveals a little bit too much about me, but he, he wrote a book on how to prep for, um, not internship residency. Okay. Right. And so he does a podcast about that. It's about 20 minutes. They do it a couple times, a couple times a week. It's a video podcast and she comes up with all the topics from the book without prior medical knowledge and has figured that out on her own. And then she sets up the topics for them to go over. And then every Halloween, they do like a Halloween episode. So that's like one of her other random jobs. She actually gets paid for that podcast. Sweet. I mean, when am I going to get paid? I mean, one of us has to be a, a surgeon with multiple practices that... We get the fuck on it, man. <laughs> independently wealthy. Come uh, on, man. <laughs> but yeah, she she gets to dress up for her podcast. Do Do the thing. Fucking... You know, big wig. Come on. <laughs> what I hear Rusty saying is the tilt cast needs a sugar daddy. Yes. Or and it's not going to be me. Sponsor. I mean, fucking G Fuel sponsor us. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> we fucking drink it every day. Every time the, every time you hear a can crack, it's a G Fuel. Every time you hear a shaker bottle, it's a G Fuel. Faceberry, I mean, baby. I mean, yeah. Faysberry. We're both we're both drinking uh Faysberry. Are you drinking Faysberry? No, I'm drinking that lemonade stuff. The lemonade it's stuff. It's like strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade? Or raspberry lemonade. That's a can. good flavor though. I mean You just can't get it in a can. Fucking, at least not that's sold here. Fucking I actually mess a little or mix a little bit of lemon juice in with it. He's all making fucking like specialized fucking like everything. Tell you what, I'm getting motherfucking fancy, I, man. So I actually keep meaning to order the powder, and I just keep forgetting to. I mean, it's do it with Prime. It's less than thirty. It's right at thirty bucks, and then it's forty servings. Right. So that's like seventy-five cents a can or something like that. Way better than buying cans. Yeah, and it usually lasts me a month, um, depending on my drinking habits. So most of the time, I do one a day. Sometimes I do two. I uh, 
Today, uh, I woke up with one because I didn't want to do coffee, and then I drank another one tonight while we're doing the show. And But back on top, we're going to talk about mixing or making shit. So I got a, ordered a brine bag off of Amazon, and I'm brining that turkey. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm going to brine it. I've got all the thyme and rosemary and all that other bullshit for the turkey. And I've got a whole other pound of butter for me to baste it in in the smoker while we're doing our game session. And then I've got <laughs> I've got like six pounds of bacon in the fridge right now. So what I'm doing is I'm wrapping all the jalapenos right with bacon and then put cream cheese in it. And all my buddies are wusses except for Dave. So there's not going to be a lot of heat with these jalapenos. Why? So it'll just be paprika and a little bit of red pepper. No. But you should make... You should do this. Do you have a mortar and pestle? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, you, you have a coffee grinder or, you know, or something anymore. that you can like, you know, the grind up the last coffee grinder I used was many, many moons ago, and I used it for other things. Yeah. Other things, he says. It was oregano, all right? Um, <laughs> I mean, it works for a little um, But the, uh, no, what you should do is you should actually take one, take one jalapeno. I mean, you're going to cut that fucker in half and make two, right? Just, yeah, and then what leaves the seeds uh, in it? I, I want you to take all the seeds from all the other jalapenos, grind that motherfucker up, and then, you know, like, mix that in with just a little bit of cream cheese so that it kind of looks the same. And then you have basically a Russian bomb in there. Yeah, you've got a bomb in there. Somewhere in this is going to be... A really hot shark, uh, shark bite. I mean, I also got scorpion peppers in the pantry. Yeah, but that kind of gives it away with the color. So, I mean, those things, you could I could mix one in with all of the cream cheese, like two batches, and you would still taste it. Oh, yeah, of course. Because, I mean, you only needed, like, maybe a quarter of it, and you'd be able to do it. Because it's... Scorpion I mean, powerful, peppers are... Powerful, used powerful. to be the previous hottest pepper in the world. Until they made... Until the... Carolina, Carolina Reaper, Reaper was mutated and made. Right. Scorpion peppers are really fucking hot. But they are good if you need to, like, zap a whole pot of something, toss scorpion pepper in there, and that pot is zapped and it's got some zing to it, you know? But Some? Yeah. Some zing? Yeah. No. No, just one uh, one pepper in a whole pot. That's a lot of zing, dude. There's There is a lot of heat in that, you know, in that I'm pepper. Just, Kind of used to it at this point, but um, so yeah, making that, I'm going to smoke that turkey, and then you smoke that turkey, and uh, I'm making green bean casserole, and what they think is it's going to suck, and that's where I'm about to prove them wrong. So what you do is you get whole garlic mm-hmm. and roast it, mm-hmm. and then you mix that in with the cream of mushroom. So you have roasted garlic mixed in with the cream of mushroom mm-hmm. with whole cracked pepper mm-hmm. with bacon. So you Cook bacon in the in the oven, uh-huh. chop it in chunks, uh-huh. not, and then you mix in bacon, whole bacon bits on top of that, uh-huh. and then you know cream mushroom, your French your French fried uh, onions, French fried onion, uh-huh. and then your you know your uh, fucking green beans, and then you cover the top with French fried you, onions. You lost me your green beans, <laughs> dude. My green bean casserole is the fucking shit. It is actually really good. <laughs> You've made it once. Yeah, I, uh, it was yeah. great. No, I remember. It's good. Yeah, so these guys think it's boring. Like they were, 
green bean casserole. That's because Matt was like, Matt was like, don't do turkey. Do like a pork shoulder. I was like, Matt, if I do a pork shoulder, it's gonna be we're gonna we're all fat. I was like, by about three o'clock, you guys are gonna be clawing the walls. You're gonna order a pizza. I was like. I yeah. can't. I got a baby a pork shoulder. It's it's easy to smoke, but it, you never know when it's done. That turkey might take four or five hours. If I start it before, because we always go to like IHOP in the morning mm-hmm. at like seven in the morning, and then do the thing, I was like, it won't be done. But if I do the turkey, it will be done by like noon. I was like, believe in the bird. Trust me. Believe in the bird. He says. I did say believe in the bird. Okay. Well, and smoked turkey's the way to go. Dude, it's like fucking candy. And then on top of that, I'm going to fucking brine it? That thing is going to... And I'm going to inject the fuck out of it with garlic butter, which they don't know yet. So, <laughs> yeah. this thing is going to be fucking magnificent. Of and course I'm gonna it is. Ma- I'm going to make sure that's magnificent as fuck. It's going to be so juicy, it's going to splash with everybody. It's going to squirt juices across the table. Nice. Um, Very squirty. It's going to be a very squirty bird. <laughs> very squirty um, um yeah yeah so get moist so yeah um i will say too there's a lot of shit on so here's another reason why you shouldn't believe everything you see on social media i know there are people posting pictures of turkey being five and six dollars a pound if you go buy your fucking whole foods turkey that was grown on a farm by farmer joe Expect to pay five or six dollars a pound. Right. This is the time to support corporate America. It is ninety nine cents a pound for a butterball turkey. Still. Yes. And I bought a frozen sixteen pound turkey for sixteen dollars. Yep. So it was. Uh, I saw something about a freaking. They're worried about a turkey shortage for you know for Thanksgiving. Man, like, the news just wants to blast everybody with bad <laughs> news all the time. That's how they get ratings, guys. I'm like, what? And Are you serious right now? It's like. I mean, uh, I am. There I'm were the, plenty in the store when Crystal got ours. I mean, I I have not gotten mine, but then again, I don't normally. I don't need to because normally, for me, when I do Thanksgiving, it's just a turkey breast. I'll probably buy another turkey, and if you guys, if you guys come over the Sunday after Thanksgiving, I'll probably make another bird. Hmm. Making a note. Mm. Making a note, because a, a smoked turkey, is it going to be smoked? Yeah. Why would I bake a turkey? I mean, I, I had to ask. I mean, you'd be like, it's like going running... through all of this fucking work for a smoked turkey on one day and be like, you guys can come over the next few days, you know, a few days later and be like, I just kind of like, you know, put this fucker in the microwave. So, <laughs> I mean, the thing is around Thanksgiving is literally my favorite holiday. And I I like Thanksgiving food a lot because it's like a fat man's holiday. Dude, it is it is like the ultimate comfort food holiday when you get the good shit. That's the thing. So no no shade on my family. My family does a few things really good, right? So I'm gonna go to grand. My grandpa can't cook a turkey to save his fucking life, man. He can make a mean ass tamale and a mean ass enchilada, mean ass persole, mean ass mole, but he cannot make a fucking turkey. His turkey sucks. And he's going to make a turkey, and I'm going to eat it, and I'm going to eat very little of it. It's going to be dry as shit. Um, I love my grandpa to death. American food is not grandpa's thing. And okay. I know that. Okay. <laughs> right? Um, my mom can make a decent oven-baked turkey. But my father taught me how to smoke a turkey at an early age, 
And Dad's smoked turkey was the highlight until he passed on that knowledge to me. And we make the best fucking birds, bar none, um, out of our entire family on both sides. And there's just, there's no touching it. And smoked turkey, right? Like, Casey fried a turkey one year. We used to do this thing called th- Friendsgiving a lot, but Casey's still out in the Middle East, so he can't do Friendsgiving. I'm still going to make a bird, and you guys are welcome to have some. I can't stay up all night, but I could stay up till 11 o'clock on that Sunday. We can talk about it off air. But I'm still going to make another bird that Thanksgiving because I'm going to want good turkey again, right? And I'm in the middle of, like, redoing all my money. And I'm going to have enough money to splurge and feast a little bit. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, still... I'm with you. I, I love Thanksgiving, especially since Crystal lets me make mashed potatoes my way. Shit, if you and Crystal want to come over that weekend on Sunday and Rusty, I'll have you guys over for dinner. Cool. Okay. Yeah, we're all... Granted, my my mashed potatoes are delicious, but they're like a heart attack waiting to happen. You can bring your fucking mashed potatoes. Because you have a stick of butter per pound of potato. I mean, that's what I do too, Jason. Like, that's the only way to do it. When you're making mashed potatoes right, you got to use a lot of fucking butter and some actual cream. Like uh, you... I don't even use cream. Yeah, it depends. The butter is enough. Yeah, I don't uh. know. Sometimes I get them really whipped up, and then sometimes I get them really chunky. I, I like leaving my potatoes a little bit chunky. That's why I don't add any cream. There's all different ways that you can make mashed potatoes. I like mashed potatoes with skins if it's done right, because I like a little bit of crispy skin mixed in with it. Um, I've even taken potatoes and baked them beforehand and then turned them into mashed potatoes. Uh-huh. Um, I love potatoes. Uh-huh. And I could give a fuck about sweet potatoes. That's another thing I don't care for. I know some people are really hard on the, or really love Sweet potatoes with the fucking marshmallow shit mixed in. That is nasty. It's nasty. I always, it's it's that one thing you put on your plate and then you like kind of sneak it to wherever the family dog is. Right. Because you know somebody put a lot of TLC into it and I doesn't get, don't give a damn. It's nasty. And so I ate a little bit of it and I was like, well, sweet potatoes are dog food. That's like dog food candy. But, so. Well, I mean, I, the my, only time my I've aunt ever has had like that five is five like, dogs. So I usually sneak a little bit of my sweet potatoes with the dog. And then she's got amazing stuffing. She makes stuffing like a motherfucker. Huh. Um, her turkey's decent. Like for a baked turkey, my aunt does really good with baked turkey. It yeah. ain't smoked turkey, though. Yeah. Just saying. Smoked turkey's where it's at. Gravy. Yeah. Mm. They do pretty good with the gravy, too. I kind of suck with my turkey gravy. I am, I am. I am. I, I, once I learned how to properly make a roux. My turkey gravy went freaking to a whole other level. Maybe something yeah. I talk uh, to Carrie about. The hardest part of turkey gravy is just the roux. And you got to use the drippings from the turkey. You yes. Can't. Yes. Well, you make the... So the turkey doesn't just sit on a rack when you're smoking it. I put it in a pan. Mm-hmm. Right. You um, want to collect all that stuff. Yeah. You yeah. need to collect all that moisture. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So it'll be in a, it'll be in a pan when it's in there. I mean, I even, I, I even augment. You got to, and I got to cover it at a certain point too for a little bit because otherwise it'll dry out. So right. that's where all the garlic butter comes into play, the garlic and rosemary butter. Well, when I do my, um, <clears throat> when I do my my roast, I've only ever done oven roast, right? Um, turkey's, you know, uh, the turkey roast always includes a red, uh, red delicious apple. Um, it includes about, 
a pound and a half of butter. Um, a pound of butter is actually injected into the bird. Um, and at least a half a pound is rubbed down all over the outside of it. Yeah, it gets, uh, it gets, that's what makes the skin perfect. Right. It gets, um, uh, all the, you know, the, uh, the spices, you know, rubbed onto that. Um, but the red delicious apple is stuffed basically right up the ass of the bird and corks it so that it keeps, and it adds, well, one half of the apple is just sitting inside and the other half is the cork. Right. Uh, and that, uh, keeps a, uh, the inside of the bird from drying out, uh, the injections, of course, do a really good job of that as well. I usually um, put, I usually take one of the sticks of butter and put it in there with garlic, mm-hmm. just in the cork hole. Right. Right up the, the turkey asshole. Right, right up the turkey asshole. I haven't tried the apple yet. I might Dude, try the apple. Tra- try the apple. Because uh, I've is, been sewing up the butt. Now, if you, well, you can, you can even just do that. What you could do is you could uh, get yourself. Uh, I like Red Delicious, but it's just because it doesn't have like a sour flavor to it once it's cooked. Um, it actually kind of comes out like more like a, uh, a neutral apple flavor. So uh, I cut that fucker in half, and I just stuff that baby in. And if you sew her up, that's perfect too. But adding that adds extra moisture, which will probably help with your, uh, uh, with your, with your smoke. Um, but it always comes out really great. And then of course I augment the, uh, the pan. I don't, uh, I don't bake it dry. Um, the uh, bottom of the pan all, always gets about, um, one full box of, uh, of, of chicken stock in the bottom of it. Uh, so that it has something to steam up, uh, and then I tent the fucking you know turkey and let her uh, let her roast. Can't remember what the name of it is, but you get it at the supermercado, and it's the I call it the yellow bag, but it's a yellow bag of like basically chicken stock powder, right? That mixes incredibly well and turns into the most uh, potent chicken stock I've ever cooked with. Yeah, I, I so what use... I make my red sauce with is the it's. I can't, I just call it the yellow bag. It's probably called like something pollo, but anyways. Yeah. I just used, uh, I <laughs> used chicken, chicken bones, uh, <laughs> I just used chicken bone broth for it because, uh, uh, that will actually, you know, it, it bakes well. Well, the chicken stock I get has a little bit of MSG in it. Oh, there's that too. It's, it's both, man. Man. <laughs> Dog Dude. is better than bullion to make my stock. Dog is important. It does I'm pretty well. It's, it's now time for mount number four. Ha ha ha. Yeah, she's on a basically. I went to the vet this morning, and they told me to double up her dose of Benadryl for her allergies. And so she's on that right now, and she's still not calm. <laughs> she is a happy just her one. excitement at seeing her second she favorite loves person. Me. Yeah, it's uh. She's a she's a fun animal. But yeah, there's all this food talk. Man, I'm just getting hungry. I spent no, right? a, I spent two hundred dollars at the grocery store today. That's what just, happens. I was just happy about buying food. I just I, I know that uh, I know that great things are happening in a week. I'm going to get some smoked turkey, and I'm uh, 
I'm hoping to actually not have leftovers. To me, that's always a sign of a successful barbecue is not having that many leftovers. And honestly, our game sessions are not super serious. Like, Dave spends a long time writing all that shit. But honestly, you know, one of our friends lives two hours away. We don't see him that often. Then we've got Peters, um, who lives in Ketchikan, which is little islands, uh, one of the islands off the southern coast of Alaska. So it's always kind of a special trip for him to come down all the way to Oklahoma. Just to play some D and D. It's his yearly holiday thing, right? So, right. Hey, it's fucking amazing. We used to see him a lot more, but you know, this is this is good for him, right? He was, you know, stuck oh. on an island. He's got a few friends up there, but it is it's not a very island. big island, right? It's a, it's a damn <laughs> island. It's a damn island. I think he's got to take a ferry to go to Anchorage to, or no, I think it's Seattle. I think he takes a ferry for several hours to go to Seattle to fly here. Like it takes him like. A whole day to get here from there. I mean, he gets his freaking supplies airdropped, right? So, <laughs> well, dude, I'll have to ask him again, but I want to say like a block of cheddar there is like $10. Yeah. Pretty it's nuts. Pretty pretty insane. You start, you just be like, look, there's fish out there. I'll just go ahead and catch some fucking fish. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, yeah. It's, it, Thanksgiving is so great. Um, I, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, to, to doing that. I've, once I did the, uh, once I moved to doing just the chicken breast, though, it's kind of, it's kind of different because I can't do the whole apple thing. Well, like I said, we'll talk about it offline, but okay. I plan on buying a, another turkey and okay, if you all fuckers want to come over that weekend and, and have a thir- Thanksgiving party, do I won't say no. Oh, that reminds me, I need to buy some more leftover containers. Yes, you do. Fucking glad I am, that, I am that guy that goes to Thanksgiving with a couple of Walmart bags full of like basically Tupperware. Fucking Gladware. Yeah. It's fucking it's cheap. I've got like a whole bunch of little containers. I'm gonna get me some of that broccoli and cheese casserole that my cousin makes. I'm gonna get like two different servings of stuffing, a little bit of turkey with the gravy. They do good with the gravy. That's mm. that's the saving grace. And they do good with the mashed potatoes. Mm. But I will tell you, as a fat man, I have learned to cook some of these things better than my relatives. They just don't know it yet. When I do bring my green bean casserole, that usually goes fast. And occasionally they ask me to make turkey. And it's usually to the carcass gone. Yeah. Well, gra- grandma taught me how to do turkey. And I well, I added to that. So. There's, there's no grandmas that cook anymore in my family. That's so. a sad thing. So mom's side, it's just grandpa. Right. Who makes Hispanic food. Right. Well. And then there's my aunt and my other aunt and my cousin and myself and my other cousin that cooks. So it's, I've got two Thanksgivings you got to do on Thanksgiving. Of course. Of course. Uh, I'm, it's, oh man, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good times. I'm gaining some weight. Oh I, my I'm God. I don't super, even want to look at the freaking I'm, scale, I'm super man. I'm looking forward to it too. I'm not looking at the scale for any of this. I'm not looking to the, at, the, at the scale, you know. With any with with any um with any hope in my eyes until the new year, I'm sure it's November six, and I am looking twenty days ahead. I am, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> Anyways, um, diet now. <laughs> moving forward, Jason, did you get in any games? This guy, 
Yeah, I got into a little bit. I played uh, some uh, Age of Empires 4. Hey! That is a good game. Telling you. Yeah, and it's something you can play in front of the kids too, right? Well, yeah, it is the first. It is the first real update to uh, what I would say is the first real update to Age of Empires as far as format and in quite a long time. Um, I remember Age of Empires back in the day. You've probably played more Age of Empires than I have. What's the biggest differences you've seen? Well, one, the entry videos for the battles are pretty cool. I mean, they're like short little history channel. I mean, they basically are. They explanations. Go, like they got drone cam footage of the location where you're about to do battle, and then they remap that in the video game. And it tells you a little bit about the battle before you get started. Yeah. And like more, uh, that's probably the biggest change is it more realistically um, digitally maps out the battle and where armies were. Before, you know, before the battle starts. Um, so that's pretty cool. They're obviously much more realistic in that way. Um, but also it seems like uh, um, some of the, a lot of the systems are more, are tuned more like uh, uh, similarly to uh Civ four, Civ five, okay. Um, instead of uh, you know, like, like just reusing the same set, like from they've been using since Age of Empires two. Are you which using is pretty much all three did? Are you using a mouse and keyboard, or are you using your controller? I'm using mouse and keyboard. You playing it on the big TV? Yeah, yeah. Wireless good. mouse and keyboard, man. That's got to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? I mean, I remember the um, the old uh, Age of Empires thing where certain uh, certain units actually were better at you know, other th- uh, the at defeating other kinds of units. I think like spearmen were you know good versus cavalry and things like that. That is correct. Um, you know, and that each uh, you know each civilization had basically like a. Um, a specific kind of unit that was maybe a variation of, you know, uh, a unit that ha- uh, had better stats. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but that was like, you know, Age of Empires and Age of Empires 2. Like, this is what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not played, you know, the the most recent version, though. It is on Game Pass. Is that right? It's, yep, it's a, it's a big game. download too. It's nearly ninety gigs. Oh, geez. Um, but I mean, when you, you I got have a full, feeling a lot of that's in those videos. Yeah, so. those videos are probably the biggest part of that. Um, I will I, also say, like your your three D detail. Um, when you zoom the camera in up close on on the area of a map is actually really good yeah like that's always been kind of a afterthought in previous age of empires games like well of course of course with two you know that's so old but i mean three didn't come out that's so old he says two well i think two came out like the early 2000s i want to say yeah (laughs) like it's 
And then three's probably been ten years, right? Yeah. Yeah, three was uh here, I'll look it up while you're Oh talking. no, three was three was longer. It was two thousand five. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting here going, No, I remember playing this. That was back you know, I mean, Age, Age of, of Empires, Empires 2 originally came out in 99. Right. I remember playing Age of Empires 2 yeah, you know, back in the... Michigan. So, yeah, I do remember playing that a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. It was like there was a period of time where I played a lot of RTSs, so Age of Empires 2 and Shit, you know, that Warcraft. 16 year gap between games. Yeah. It's <laughs> a long yeah, it time. <laughs> I didn't expect it to actually come back uh come back with a uh with a fourth installment. I thought it was dead. Um It's a it's a classic RTS. Yeah. Um I, mean, it's I need to s- I got distracted with something else, otherwise that's what I'd have been playing. Yeah. But um but I mean the detail up close when you when you zoom in on stuff it it looks really nice. Um and you can uh you can zoom in on a map about as about as close to the ground as like uh um the furthest in zoom on uh uh on like Google Earth. Okay. You know, almost street level but not quite, like a few hundred feet in the air. So in the uh so so you can get a good you know, good view of the battles. It's not like uh total war kind of zooming where you can go down to the unit, but it's pretty close. It It's pretty close. Like you can get in on not the unit, but let's say, uh, um, not an individual unit, but you can, uh, get in on a, get down in on a company here. Let me, Here's actually a really good representation that I'm going to put in. It's om. Well, no, that probably is. That probably is unit. Um, yeah, I mean unit distance. Hang on. Yeah, you're. you're, you're doing... I, I'm posting it to the group for you, but I mean it. It zooms in pretty far. That's. Uh, um, it's pretty cool. I mean, so they, they it, it zooms in a little bit further than Civ did. Okay, um, not much, but a little bit. So big, big things that they you know that they've done is they've you know basically updated the game you know uh, game systems to make it feel a little bit more uh, Civ like. Um, included a lot of the his, you know historical you know. Uh, the historical bits and then added those basically movies, you know, in between battles, which I'm sure after you've seen once, you probably just skip. Yeah. Um, and unit AIs are, are pretty damn good. I mean, you can make it, you, you, you can scale the difficulty, um, the hardest difficulty settings, pretty punishing. Well, it always has been because, you know, I mean, the hardest difficulty on Civ was like Gandhi nukes you on turn two. So, <laughs> um, fuck Gandhi. Hey. <laughs> Super aggressive for a freaking, you know, you know, peaceful individual. Um, but yeah, uh, 
RTSs are not necessarily my thing. Uh, not anymore. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't have the expertise for them anymore. I used to play the fuck out of them, but I, like when I play StarCraft, for instance, I play really, really slow. Like I will drag out a mission, you know, a map for like 45 minutes or longer when it can be done in 15 or less. Uh, just because I like to go in with overwhelming numbers and destroy them all. Um, instead of like, you know, sending one Zerg unit at a time, you know? <laughs> um, so it's, I play them differently and because I play them differently, they, you know, anybody that plays them with any kind of competency will watch me play that and be like, Oh God, would he just stop doing that? You don't need that many units to do what you need to do. Well, it sounds like you need to play one of two games. So They Are Billions is 100% out, which allows you to turtle the fuck out of the game. You've got to scout around the map because you need to be figuring out where things are going to come from. Or, since you hate zombies, when Age of Darkness finishes, and because there are not zombies in this, they are ghouls. Ghouls. Goos. Okay. Um, and demons. Um, okay. So ghouls are just basically one step to the side of zombies. I mean, they're more mythological. Okay. All right. That's cool. At least they're like, you know, not all rotten. Well, they're creatures that feed on the dead. Okay. Continue. Anyways, Age of Darkness encourages you to turtle and build up defenses, and you basically take your scouting unit and clear the map around your base while you're building shit. So, you know, it's real time with pause, right? So you pause, go build shit, get something queued up, take your group of units and scout around, and then when you notice that your updates are, are your updates, you go back over to the center of your map and look at your little fort, see if things are done building, then you set something else to build. Um, the one thing that's a real big difference between uh, Age of Darkness and They Are Billions, so one thing that's a fail-state you have to be hyper-vigilant about in They Are Billions is because, you know, it's using the zombie trope. One zombie can wander in, attack a house, and infect everybody that lives in the house, all the workers, and then they spread out after about, it takes about a minute. And if they spread out, then they, that spawns like six in your camp that then attacks another house, and then it goes way faster because there are six of them. And then that turns into like 12. And it very quickly can get you a quick fail state. Whereas um, Age of Arctus has no infection mechanic like that. If one gets in your base, like you'll be warned that something's happening and then you just go kill it. Um, whereas there are billions, like you have to be so, hyper vigilant all the time. Like I've got archers at key entry points of every spot. So it'll say you're under attack. And then I'll go over to where the archers are at, firing at the zombie to kill it, right? Whereas, and in the early game, it's pretty manageable with just a couple in the different weak spots in my base. Whereas Age of Darkness, I basically could just have a group that kind of like roams around and then I build towers or whatever. Okay. Um, to get myself a little bit better view. Do you get to purge the house? Be like, infected inside, burn that fucker down. Uh, no, but what, what happens, they destroy the building and out pops a whole group of infected is what happens. Mm. So... So you basically have to have your army basically ready for that? Yeah. So that or, they don't get to the next house? 
You just build walls really quickly. So the way they are billions works, because both these are turtling strategy games. I like turtling strategy. They are billions is incredibly hard, though. I've never beat the full game, but the campaign's actually really long, like longer than the StarCraft campaign. Um, and the maps take a fair amount of time, too. Like, if I get in an RTS mode in the next couple of months, I may go back to that and see if I can try to squeak out a victory. But um, basically what happens with that game is early game is you've got your units that are the elven warrior. Are they elven? I don't know. They're basically like elves. They're scouts with bows and arrows, right? Okay. Um, you take them and you put them in key points that infected may come in. So usually there's natural topography that you can use to help reinforce your base. So like there's a mountain or a hill or something that's not crossable by the enemy. And so you kind of butt your base up against that to give yourself some extra barrier. Helm's deep. Right. And then you build your walls out. And so the way that that's always worked for me is you build a layer of walls around your initial settlement. And then every time you expand, instead of collapsing those walls, gaining resources back and building out further walls, I tend to have a tiered fortress because it gives me stop gaps when things go get fucked up. And that game, things get fucked up a lot. So it's better to have lose a little bit of that space to have walls. So if it gets breached and things get fucked up, then I did lose resources, but I didn't lose. I mean, Helm's Deep. Right. Very Helm's Deep. <laughs> Whereas um, Age of Darkness, it doesn't quite work the same as that. I'd say in some ways, Age of Darkness seems easier, though you get a rush more often. So they are billions that'll say, like, have a countdown until you're getting a horde, right? And you'll know that you gotta, usually it takes a few days before it comes in. I don't remember how many days, but like, you've got an hour before your first horde, right? Real time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's got a pause system, right? So you can pause <laughs> and build and set, queue things up. But um, Age of Darkness has about a 10 minute timer between waves. So and that first wave will be like 30 of them, right? And then the next wave will be like 50 of them. And then the later waves will be like... So I was watching a stream of a guy that had 250,000. Jesus. 250,000? Right. And the wave doesn't end, or the wave doesn't end, or the horde night doesn't end until everything's dead. So, but yeah, it, was, it shows the counter of how many enemies are left to kill. And this is somebody who beat it in about four hours, but in on the four-hour mark, he had was at like two hundred and fifty thousand. Jesus, that's nuts. I've made it up to like a hundred before I got overwhelmed and was deaded. A hundred, like just a hundred. A hundred, yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting used to the mechanics, right? And it's like right now it's set up the <coughs> their billions when it started out was strictly survival mode. So work your way up to the tech tree, give you a random map, and then you'd work your way through you know, surviving for as long as you can. And it's fun, right? Like, I like the campaign. The survival mode's pretty cool, too. But um, Age of Arkness, right now, it doesn't have the campaign fleshed out. It's just the survival mode um, with the random maps. So, that game's all right. I Sweet. Think I will play it some more, but I can't put it in a Game of the Year contender because it's too early access. So, that's one of the reasons of kind of backburnering it to finish stuff. Before I dive into my next game, because you guys have all heard about it before, Rusty, you played a little bit of Lost Ark, because I keep seeing you on Discord playing Lost Ark. Oh, you were watching me, you bastard, you stalker, you. Um, but yes, yes, 
Yes, the Lost Ark, uh, the Lost Ark technical beta, or I guess it's yeah, it's a beta. Um, is it is it pretty playable? Yes, it is out now. Um, it will probably it's only going to run for a week. Uh, and do you lose progress? Of course, they will. You know, uh, they'll clear the progress. So basically, the way that I've been playing it is I'm not. I'm not going directly to end game. I'm not doing any of that shit because I want something to be, you know, new to me when I play the game. Um, but I did actually uh, put in, uh, I don't know, like eight, ten hours or so of, of it. It came out like last night, right? Uh, it came out, uh, Friday, Friday. Friday. That was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Was it Thursday or Friday? I can't. Remember. I think it was Thursday, actually. Um, but um, I, I put in some time. Uh, I haven't put a whole lot of time into it. Like I don't like. Well, let me I put get, in two game sessions, basically. Let me get into something that I really wonder, and probably Jason's wondering the same thing. Right? Does it play like an ARPG? Yes. So it's an MMO, but plays like a Diablo or like a Path of Exile. It is. Um, from the leveling experience that I've had so far, it plays very much like a Diablo, um, where you have your basic attacks, but you also have your skill attacks. Uh, the difference in this game is that the skill attacks are on relatively short cooldowns. Like uh, your f- first few abilities are like five and eight second cooldowns. The other ones are like. 15 second cooldowns. They're fairly short. Um, which means that you you tend to just kind of cycle through them in a an attack pattern style. Uh, you know, and it means that you can kind of react to certain you know, uh, certain groups of enemies. Um, you tend to use your basic attack. I'm playing, uh, I'm playing one of the classes called a Shadow Hunter. It's basically like a rogue, but with demon powers. Um, you use your basic attack and the basic attack will, you know, stun some enemies, uh, you know, stun the smaller enemies and then kind of group them together. You know, it's, it's very subtle, but you, there's a lot of like control in how you can group enemies together so that they can be hit by more of your, uh, your uh, bigger attacks. Right. So you're, uh, your abilities that you ha- uh, that you use on cooldown are your damage dealing attacks. Your basic attacks do some some damage, but it's not a lot. It's like you know, it, it just basically tickles. Um, your uh, so you use your basic attack to you know to group them together. You use your normal attack or uh, your cooldown attacks to uh, kind of combo chain certain uh, certain damage types. So. For Shadow Hunter, there's some attacks that do more damage from the front, but there's a lot more that do more damage from the back. So if you can stun them or get them to uh, uh, to fall over uh, or stagger, then you can turn you know you can kind of like move through them with one of the movement abilities, which is more like a dash, uh, and then you can use some back attack abilities and it does more damage. Um, but the uh the the game really shines with the you know with big enemies they've got some really big fucking enemies in there 
that have the um, uh, multiple hit point, uh, you know, hit point bars. So if you look at the uh, at Diablo, like f- for instance, Diablo has like the boss bar at the top with the health bar, right? Um, with uh, with Lost Ark, they'll have those boss bars that will pop up, but it'll say like the boss, you know, the boss bar, and it'll have like an X, you know, X sixteen on it, which means that there's sixteen health bars stacked on top of each other, and you have to kind of break through each one of them. Um, it's it's very uh, uh, it is a very Korean, uh, and it also looks very much like a, a mobile game. Uh, as far as the uh, the multiple stacked health bars, um, but it's very satisfying for some reason. You know, like you're getting through the health I was, bars. I was going to ask you how your uh, how your hundred dollar MMO Diablo is is working out so far. Well, I mean, it's uh, it is very very obvious that it's a uh, that it's a free to play game. Uh, to be very honest with you, the the hundred dollars I already consider it like sunk cost. Um, you know, which, you know, to me, this game is, looks very playable from a, uh, you know, from a free-to-play standpoint. Like, if you just wanted to kind of get an idea of of the game, when totally you say play it, it, it free. seems very free-to-play, what do you mean? Um, it's, it's approachable at the beginning, and the game kind of, like, leads you towards you know, getting, uh, uh, going into and buying stuff from the cash shop. Um, from what I saw, they did have some of the cash shop stuff in there. Uh, most of the stuff that's in the cash shop in the beta is, uh, cosmetic only. There is really not much in there as far as like, uh, you know, buying would, power or anything like that. I would hope they would let that carry over if you spent money now. I mean, the I'm not when you get into the beta, um they give you uh forty thousand crystals, which is like four hundred dollars worth of like, you know, uh currency. Um so they give you enough so that you don't you know, you don't don't you don't spend anything during the beta. Um so the average cost of certain things is well it's hard to gauge because of, uh, obviously there is no path to uh from dollars to crystals at this point so i'm speculating uh, it generally comes out to be about 100 crystals per you know per dollar is what it comes about to be um so that means uh if it's just cosmetics, that's perfectly fine. Unfortunately, I know that this isn't the case um, because you can turn in the cash shop crystals for blue crystals, and then you can trade blue crystals to other players for gold. So there is a pathway for people to basically buy, uh, you know, buy the stuff in the cash shop with in-game currency, but that means that that street, that's a two-way street. That means that there could be whales that buy these crystals, that turn them into blue crystals, that turn them into gold, then, you know, and basically buy gold, um, you know, for in the game with real-world money, which kind of sucks. Um, <clears throat> not that it would really 
buy power that much. It buys uh, that buys a lot of, a lot of the um, uh, like upgrade materials and shit like that is what you spend gold on. Uh, so it would allow you to upgrade your shit a bit faster, but then again, you kind of lose out on gameplay if you do that. Because uh, most of that is like, you go do dungeons for gold. Uh, so if you don't want to do dungeons, you can open up your wallet, which, yeah, it sucks a little bit. Um, but... There's a lot of, uh, you know, it, it doesn't di- allow you to, di- you know, to buy direct power. It, like, you don't go into the cash shop and buy a weapon, for instance. You buy a weapon skin, um, but you don't buy a weapon. Um, I look at it kind of like uh, uh, Warframe's cash shop, where it's pay for convenience. You're saving time, essentially. Uh, so, and I really didn't have a whole lot of a problem with, you know, with Warframe's, you know, cash shop options. Um, but. Most of that was cosmetics. But it was, it was very, very much cosmetic. And then there was the thing where you bought the extra thing for extra frames. Right. Uh, character slots basically is what that comes down to. And it's, and it's the same with, uh, Lost Ark. You have a limited amount of character slots, uh, and you would need to pay real money to have additional character slots. Um, You know, in in that way, that's what really kind of makes it feel like a mobile game to me because you you can choose how deep you want to go into it. If you're just picking up the game, want to play a character, kind of get an idea of what the game is, uh, totally accessible. You can can do that uh, and not ever have to pay any money. There really isn't a subscription service that you really need. Uh, the uh, Crystal and Aura is a subscription for 30 days that you use uh, cash shop currency for. Uh, or actually, you use blue crystals, which are the ones that you can trade for gold. Um, so it's possible to get the Crystal and Aura by just, you know, playing the game, really, uh, and trading for blue crystals from other players. Um Crystal Nora just gives you some, you know, some minor benefits, uh, just quality of life stuff. Things recharge faster. You can, uh, you get a little bit of a bonus to, uh, like a very, like a 7% bonus to XP, um, free teleports, uh, things like that. It's, it's, uh, it's not really required. You can continue to play the game without any of that. Um, <clears throat> What really struck me about this is that the uh, the the combat does, you know, the combat is very engaging. Like, you know, the combat itself is fun to uh, to experience. Uh, bosses have mechanics. Um, mostly, the stuff that I've seen so far is mostly AOE mechanics, where it's like they're going to do an, uh, a charge, so it shows the uh, the uh, telegraphed charge box on the ground so that you can get out of it. Um, and there, there was a couple different mechanics like, you know, fear mechanics and things like that, where, uh, if you were stuck in it, you either lose control of your character for a period of time or, uh, or a small horde of enemies pop up or things like that. Um, there's world bosses that pop up every once in a while. 
a lot of exploration, a lot of like, you know, things that you can do to, uh, uh, to waste time. And that way it's more like an MMO because you have lots of things that you can do in a map instead of just like, just go from quest A to quest B. Um, is there a lot of grouping up stuff? Uh, the dungeon, like the dungeons themselves are approachable solo, um, while you're going through the story and then it will allow you to do matchmaking for, uh, for dungeons as, uh, as you get higher level. Um, most of the stuff that you should, you know, you know, most of the normal dungeons you can do solo, but the game does have. Uh, chaos dungeons, raids, um, uh, there's like these big, uh, big boss encounters that require like a, a full raid to take on. Uh, of course all that's end game and I, I'm saving all of that for, you know, for the final release. Um, there's a bunch of, uh, a bunch of gearing options. Once you get into end game, it's obviously most MMOs, you know, kind of come into their own in the end game, uh, where the real game starts, as they say. Um, so, you know, that is, that is going to be kind of a, a new concern, you know, for me is how end game works from what I have been able to gather so far from people who have gotten there. Uh, it can be very grindy. Um, where you have certain daily tasks that you need to do to efficiently, you know, get geared. Um, and I look at it from this point, a perspective, you know, to, you know, there's games that I like, like Diablo, uh, and games that I'm currently playing like Final Fantasy. So this, you know, I look at this game as kind of a, uh, a mix between the two where, You've got the combat style and view like Diablo, um, but the MMO elements and the gearing up, you know, gating that a, you know that happens in say like a Final Fantasy or pretty much every other MMO that has an end game to it, you can't immediately gear to highest level in the first week. You have to work towards it. It takes some time and some luck sometimes. You know. It's it's very it's very similar for Lost Ark. Um, there is uh, there is benefits to having alternate characters so that you can get more of that currency faster, um, which means that you do the dailies on multiple characters, and then you can get you know you can get geared like a, a week earlier or something like that. Um, that doesn't really appeal to me for me, you know, for me, you know, these types of games, I look towards what, uh, what kind of social interactions you can have, uh, what kind of side stuff that you can do. Like I'm big into crafting and gathering. Um, uh, I have what kind of, um, uh, what's kind of solo content that I can do, uh, in case nobody's around. And, uh, from what I've seen so far of the chat, um, probably going to stay with Final Fantasy. Uh, <laughs> there's a, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of toxic crap in the chat. Um, that really kind of bothered me. And it's kind of a weird thing because coming from Final Fantasy, that Final Fantasy is like, I don't know. It's like, it's like an oasis. I mean, you get, 
you, you get the asshole, the random asshole every once in a while, but they get weeded out real quick. Whereas the uh, the stuff that I saw that was going on in chat, people asking genuine questions about how to play the, you know, how to play Lost Ark. And then, you know, the, the next thing I've got some fucking, you know, five-year-old fucking household, you know, you know, telling them to, you know, suck a dick or some shit, you know, like, how is That's this not encouraging? Uh, how, how does that, how does that even help? Um, so <clears throat> it's a beta. I get it. You know, it's not, it's probably, I, I'm hoping that it's not going to be indicative of what the game is going to be like. Um, but for me, the social interaction is kind of, you know, kind of a big deal. So, uh, the life skills are based off of like an energy meter, which is very mobile. Like you can only do so much gathering and so much crafting, uh, you know, in a day, uh, which kind of bothers me because in Final Fantasy, if I want to spend an entire day crafting, I can, um, and that is, you know, that was one of big one of the big draws for me. It was just, you know, if I wanted to, I can. Any anything you're just, that just, you're just striking out with every new thing you try. Well, it's not a strikeout for you know for me. Uh, Lost Ark is not necessarily a full strikeout. Like like I said, combat's engaging. Um, the game itself looked great. It's translation's kind of wonky, but that's, you know, to be expected for a game that's been translated about four times. Um, the animations are still, I mean, comparing them to Final Fantasy animations, there's no, there's no contest. This, you know, uh, Final Fantasy beats it hands down. Um, Lost Ark was not meant to be looked at and, you know, very closely. Like the character models were not very, you know, are not animated correctly. Uh, for close-up experiences, uh, and the uh, uh, the quests are not very engaging. Like I could barely recall what the hell I'm supposed to be doing, um, and there's really no significance to it as far it, as the story. It comes out early next year, right? It does. It comes out ne- you know, early next year. Um, it's it's just all right, like. For me, Final Fantasy will probably still be my, you know, my main MMO. That's just because I love that game so much. Well, um, if you need something to play, <laughs> one of the Dwarves games had a major update. So Deep Rock Galactic just had another real big update for new systems that yeah. came out on November 4th. I can't be up as late, but I can be up pretty fucking early. So... Just FYI. Um, I will talk about one other thing real quick before we move on to our new section. Um, the uh, So the game I got sucked into plan was I was like, I'm going to finish off. I made a spreadsheet, right? I did this thing, I you know, I, what I played this year and what I haven't completed. And I was like, you know what? Mass Effect Remake's been pretty good so far. I'm going to start three. That's on sale, isn't it? The remake, yeah, it might be. I thought it was. I thought I got an email saying that the uh, Mass Effect was on sale, and so I finished two last weekend, and then I started three last Sunday, 
and I am about at the end mission or close to the end mission right now in three. And I got to say, um, Mass Effect holds up pretty damn well. Three looks really decent. Um, it's not just decent, dude. I was, you know, you were playing it when I came in and it looks I'm like pretty much like a pretty modern game. When I, when I played that game, it was locked at a 30 frames per second on a freaking Xbox. You know, well, I was so playing 4K HDR. You were playing at 4K HDR at a decent frame rate, probably 60, 70, it's 80. locked at 60. Yeah, so the difference was night and day, and I could tell. Yeah. Like, It'll go higher. I just had V-Sync on, and that my TV at 4K sits somewhere between 59 and 60. Okay, well, it... And it I've ran good. the frame... Like, I keep accidentally running the NVIDIA overlay for the frame rate monitor. Never, never drops. Like, I haven't had a drop frame yet. It's always just been hovering. It goes 59, 60, just back and forth between the two. Yeah. Because I'm at it. You know, it's that weird hertz. It's like 59 and a quarter or something right, like that. Right. It's 59.5 or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it just lockstep, you know, V-Sync and looks really fucking good. I have not had a single technical issue with it. It runs like butter. It's 34% um, off right now. Oh, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it ends and, you know, it ends before this, you know, this will, be, you know, go up live but so uh, does that put it at 40 bucks that puts it at 40 bucks yep what yeah i've already put 100 hours in it F 40 bucks for three games basically yeah <laughs> 40 the bucks big, for three and jason three. can attest to this the first one is the biggest shocker because it doesn't look as good as three but holy shit does it look better than one looked before um, i mean one almost looks like two when two first released two's then really two close to three Two is really, really close to three, and then three just three looks like a not a modern AAA title, but like a modern A or AA title. I mean, it still looks good though. It's it's yeah. extremely playable. I I was noticing just how much the combat improves between games because the first one the combat's all right, and then and they use a they adapted the uh, you know you hold down one of the shoulder buttons to pick the power that you want to go out, right? From your yep. companions. And then the thing that makes two better is just the gunplay feels better. And then they map some of the powers, I think, to your shoulder buttons, which I thought was pretty cool. Yep. And then three lets you do the cover system a lot better. Um. And it's just a lot more snappy. And it also has the option of letting your characters use their offensive and defensive abilities or defensive only. And I usually choose defensive only because I'm playing a Vanguard right now, right? And I transposed my save over from two into three. And I didn't have the singularity skill anymore. So I wanted to have, I use Liara's singularity a lot. Didn't want her using it on her own, so I was like, oh, there's a group of enemies. Use Singularity, and then I will use my Shockwave, or I will do the fucking Bull Rush, or whatever it's called, that Vanguard does, that gets you, like, up in their face so you can shotgun them in the face. It's what, um, I, it's, it's what I used to do use on my Krogan during, during the times where you could actually play the game online, you know, multiplayer. Yeah, I did. But I think both me and you did both play Vanguard a lot. Yes. But... I played Engineer a lot, too. But um, 3 has the biggest difference. You're not building a team as much as you were in 2. Like, everybody's dying off, essentially. 
um, in their own heroic ways. But playing a little bit more Renegade, and like I said, I'm almost at the very last mission. Um, and I've had a blast so far. Like, it's not a podcast game. That's the only thing about it, right? Like, there's always banter going on. There's always something propelling the story forward. And the whole time I was playing it, as much as people dislike the ending of 3, I keep thinking to myself, man, there hasn't been a, any, a lot of games in the last 10 years that had me this engaged with everything that's going on in the story. Like, there hasn't been a lot of Masterclass games. And I'll talk about it a bit more in the news section, but I was watching Elden Ring, and that reminded me of playing the Dark Souls series. I mean, because it is basically Dark Souls. Dark Souls. And there hasn't been a lot of, like, third-person action games that had the weight and strategy of a Dark Souls or the world-building that Dark Souls has. Like, Dragon Age 3 didn't have the world-building that Dark Souls... Like, Dark Souls has, like, master class, class level design. Like, not in just the way or the paths you take, but in just how it looks so fucking custom. The art design for that game is unfucking real And looking at Elden Ring like it's Dark Souls turned up to 11. Like, they've been working on this for years. It looks really good. Like, I mean, there was... environments and all that other shit. I don't know if you watched that video that I posted, but... I watched a bit of it. Like, I've watched some of the the highlights from, you know, from it. I haven't watched the whole thing. Um, But there was one point where, like, that fucking... Basically, it's a dragon that fucking flies in. Like... What? I mean, it's huge. Like they take all of the fucking like the boss, you know, the big bosses from like a from a Dark Souls, and they just kind of like give that to you. Uh, the summons that you could do is kind of neat. Um, the the fact that a lot of the shit is in the open world as well. Yeah, that's and that's a big change of pace because Dark Souls, in a way, is like doom right it's like a corridor shooter it's like you'll have an open room but you're kind of progressing forward that way right you go to a boss room you right know, and that and that is that is where you are going to die multiple times until you get you know well, get the boss mechanics down and this has some of the boss rooms like they said they had separate dungeons right that you explore that have those boss rooms but in the open world like it's like driving around driving around riding around on your horse and down comes a boss battle just right in the middle of the world. Right. Fucking dragon swoops in and says, you know what? Your day is fucked. So, um, like, just, again, like, some next-gen stuff with that looks really fucking badass. And it looks faster than Dark Souls in a lot of ways. But I was happy to see shields. That yeah, was what Bloodborne was missing with shields. Right. From my my understanding is that it's supposed to be a bit more approachable than the Dark Souls games. Um, so that it may not be as hard, but it's going to be longer. Um, and it's going to be a lot bigger. Like the fucking map is huge. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for it. It almost got me. If I didn't look back at my list, I was like, I'm going to reinstall the Dark Souls remastered and try to go through that before Elden Ring comes out. May still do it, but I still got a couple of releases left this year that I want to check out before, you know, the end of the year. However, we should take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll be right back.
back. Are you ASMRing right now? I'm just thinking about. Hmm. Yeah. It's the all that food cast. he's going to eat in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we, I was trying to sweet talk uh, Rusty into watching Lola Pups when I want to take a random. Well, you need to work on your sweet talking um, uh, technique. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, well, so I can't see her this Thanksgiving because things and stuff. Um, right. Money. But. So, and she may, I'm trying. Trying to make sure she can come home for Christmas. I'm pretty sure I'm going to make sure she can come home for Christmas. But sometime in between, here's what happens. She comes to town, right? She's got her sisters and her daughter, right, that want to see her because they haven't seen her in a while. Her daughter will be back in town. Mm -hmm. So there'll be family Christmas, which I'll be part of a little bit, but not a lot. So I really won't see her that much even then. I'll have one of those days Uh to spend with her. Uh And the other days will be, uh, you know family both sides of it right right so there might be a weekend before christmas where i'm just like just the two of us so we can have the two of us yeah so you know i'm not lucky enough to always be in the same place as her okay and uh so sometime between now and christmas yeah i'm going to plan a weekend where i just fly down there and you want me to watch lola the wonder dog yeah you better start 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 coming up with like some kind of kiss ass because it's i got a hundred dollars pretty kiss ass damn damn i'd have done it for like less i'm just but i'll take it i'll take it no uh no she's not the same as she was in a puppy she's literally this is what she's gonna do if you're sitting somewhere she's gonna be right next to you if you're sleeping, she's going to be cuddled up next to you. Like, that's what I'm afraid of. Like, that's all she's going to want to do is cuddle. Right. And she loves me, which means I will not get any free time because she's going to be like, you know what, buddy? You it's, know what, buddy? It's not like that the whole time. You know what, buddy? I'm going to need to. I'm, I'm going to need to be in your lap, buddy. No, it'll be like that <laughs> at first. And then she wears down just like she's doing right now. She's just passed out. And, and then I'm going to have like. And then when you. Because I take naps during the day, right? Like when I take a nap, she's like, oh, you're laying down. Does that mean I get to cuddle? Okay. Let me come up and lay right next to you and pass out. And then she passes out as long as I pass out. I'm she likes sleeping. Uh, I'm going to have to like. Uh, I've got little white hairs all over the place. I mean, that that is going to be a side effect. Yes. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. All right. I'll think about it. Yeah. She's a, she's just a cuddle butt. I mean, I trust you. I was looking into options and I went to the vet. Like, there's apparently a place that rents, like, these individual rooms for dogs. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you the last time. So, when I was in El Paso, right, we are in a hotel room because it was fucking hot in the Airbnb. And this is all I did. I went out to the car. To go get stuff and shut the door and left her in a strange hotel room by herself. Mm-hmm. And she's like crying and screaming in the hotel room. I was gone for three minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think she'll be fine with me. Like, I think 
uh, it's just like when I'm I'm not going jogging with you, dog. No, you just need to take her out and poop. <laughs> Honestly, we haven't been walking that much lately. We had our first real walk today because it was so fucking cold. She just needs somebody. She needs a human to take her outside every now and then. She lets you know when. Okay. Well, I mean, she's going to have to be on a leash, too, so. I mean, she did that with me all through El Paso. Okay. Okay. We'll figure this stuff out. It's, it's not, game it's not, news time. It's not that hard. It's game news time. She's used to it. I get it. I get it. We'll it, talk about this. It is game news time. We'll talk about so, this later. I have <laughs> news that you. will make Justin salivate. Oh. Ooh. So let me salivate. He's He's got his napkin ready. <laughs> All right. So Skyrim Anniversary Edi- Edition pricing details came out this week. And Bethesda confirmed. Wait, the the anniversary edition will start at fifty dollars. Wait, wait, wait. Why do I want to buy Skyrim? Wait, there. Hang on, hang on. Just wait, just wait. All right. And it will launch on November eleventh. Okay. However, if you already own Skyrim Special Edition, it is a twenty dollar upgrade. What? What? And will come with a whole new quest line. And what am I getting besides mod that I can't get out of mods besides that quest line? No, that's pretty much it. Okay, so $20. So they're coming up with yet another way to sell Skyrim. Absolutely. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which, I mean, hasn't Justin fallen for everyone no, I so know. far? No, I actually haven't. So I got it on PC, and then I got the I got it in VR for like $7 or something. Okay. I, now, I bought I, the granted, game twice. I, I did buy it in VR for PlayStation and then barely played it because the resolution was too low. I played the game or I bought the game twice. And the first time was I mean, I bought it at a GameStop for the fucking Xbox. Um the second time was when I bought the Elder Scrolls collection for PC so that I could have all of the games on fucking PC, which I promptly never played. Um, but I have all the games for PC. Um, that's the only two times I've ever bought Skyrim. It's been released about 46 times since then (laughs) on on different, you know, with different packs and different this and that and the other thing, they will find any way they can, they can to squeeze whatever is left out of that game instead of, you know, uh, I think. I think fucking the new Elder Scrolls game is basically, you know, funded exactly, you know, from all of the re, 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 re releases. Re, re, re. Yeah. Depending if I get through everything, it's another one of those things where I have it like on my bucket list of extra things to do when nothing's going on. I've been, I've been really disciplined with my game buying this year. Um, I'm really proud of myself for the amount of games that I've actually played and beat. Versus other years, because nothing came out this year. Right? I mean, when you've got an option of nothing and nothing burger, so you tend to go with the nothing burger because it's a, it's a nothing burger. Um, <clears throat> Speaking of nothing coming out this year, um, there was a uh, several news articles I found regarding a release of uh, PlayStation games come coming to PC uh, that was leaked inadvertently by GeForce Now. Oh, boy. Um, and those uh, 
leaks confirm <sighs> Final Fantasy VII Remake to PC on June 1st. Please. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Remastered on February 1st. I am actually kind of concerned about that. The Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster was not even, you know, not even out there. Square Enix hasn't said anything about it. So the fact that it's in there means that it's there's a very good possibility that something like that's happening. And a fucking Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster is awesome. I mean, oh my God, I'm all over that. Like, right? all over that. That is one tactics game that I will play, not just because it's Final Fantasy, but mainly because it's Final Fantasy. But um, I mean, I have I have no problem with tactics. I just I think I just want it in a, one of my modern settings, right? Like it just needs to be part of my PC library or something like that. Well, know? if it's if it's coming to GeForce now, there's a very good chance that it is going to be released on PC. Uh, uh, it's a very good chance that it's going to be released on PC. Um, and considering Square's been putting out the uh, pixel remasters of the previous Final Fantasies on Steam, it goes to reason. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing a modern take on it, though. You know, with modern art or like pixel perfect art, right? Because you can't do pixel perfect in 4K. Right. Because pixels are a certain size. Right. Well, they would probably just up res. Like the pixel. Uh, uh, the pixel remasters for um, uh, for the original Final Fantasies are not bad. Like, they play fairly well on 4K. Yeah, um, they do play fairly well. Well, I mean, just, okay, without digging into the weeds with it, right? If you've got a 4K monitor, a 4K TV, or let's say a 2K TV, or, well, that doesn't happen often, monitor, right? When it's in its native resolution, things look best. When you do a downscale resolution, it looks slightly worse because it depends on how well it downsamples. Right. Well, it's... Yeah. Right. So, like, when you take your 4K TV and put it in 2K or in 1080, it actually looks worse versus, like, when I run 1080 stuff on the Samsung TV in the other room, right. it actually looks really fucking good. Right. Well, it's just because it's built for it. Right. I'm, right. I'm just happy that, I mean, we haven't had a... An option to play Final Fantasy Tactics on PC, I don't think ever. So that would be. That's so this one is of a more of a thing. Boston question, but I, the last Tactics game I have is on PSP. Is that right? I think it was a PSP, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that was the last time because it was been. Yeah, kind of, that was that was the last re-release for it. And I've got a PSP around here somewhere, but I even bought cables um, to play it tied into the TV. Anyways, keep going, Jason. But also included in those dates is Verizon. Horizon Forbidden West on September 30th next year. Well, we knew that was coming to PC. Yeah, yeah. right. It, Eventually. It's just several months after the PS5 release date. Well, um, that's closer than two years, so that's, that's better. That's true. Yeah. Um, and Monster Hunter 6 on July 1st, 2023. That's Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise or... Uh, was that Rise? The the I think so. So Monster Hunter uh, Monster Hunter Rise is the uh, is it's currently available on Switch. Yeah. So I knew that was coming to PC. Um. So basically, some of these are already, yeah, uh, already and confirmed then, to come to PC. Yeah, and then one that has uh, no confirmed date yet, but was still, um, 
listed just as to be announced as Ghosts of Tsushima. Tsushima. I might be able to play that game finally. Yeah. I know I still have it on the fucking desk. I know I do. I know I've got your copy of it. And technically my PlayStation works, but uh, I've got... uh, That came out last year, didn't it? Yes. I, I, I just... I have gone... I have gone multiple years without turning my TV on, and I'm sure that it still works, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> you should give that. You should give that a try, maybe on your uh, vacation. Maybe you're gonna run out of shit to do on Final Fantasy. I doubt it. <laughs> um, and then the other, the other couple. My last couple of pieces are related to uh, shortages of of new consoles and and PC parts. Oh, um, of course. PlayStation uh, or Sony basically confirmed that they are airlifting PS5 con- additional PS5 consoles into US and UK <laughs> in an effort to in effort to meet holiday demand. Right, because uh, they can't rely on the shipping lanes right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're airlifting oh, those fuckers. About that. The ship, so, yeah, it's fucking, what is it, San Francisco Bay is basically still fucking packed full of, you know, uh, ships with containers. Like, yep. that is, that that's where Black Friday is right now. Like, all of the shit's in fucking on, on a ship still. <laughs> It's basically on a, it's on a boat <laughs> um and then adding to adding to the woe of uh shortages on RTX 30 series graphics cards oh boy EVGA confirmed that a shipment of of their 30 series cards was stolen in the US <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah, of course yeah, because it was. you're going to turn a 300% profit on or at Fuck least yeah. 200% well yep. i mean um, of yeah. course, they didn't confirm the profit. exact yeah. amount of GPUs that were stolen, but it was on a truck. When you figure, when you figure it was a whole shipment, it's got to be pretty significant. That's probably a million dollars in cards, easy. Um, yeah. Well, it depends on how many cards are on the pallet, um, or a thousand, or how many it, pallets are in the truck. Like, yeah. I don't know how it, many there was, but I mean, if you've got a thousand and they're going for. But like, sixteen you know, to eighteen hundred dollars a pop on eBay. That's it depends. It depends on the it, uh, if it's a thirty. It is enough that EVGA asked their fan, asked anyone following their social media pages, to send them any information they have related to the theft. Right, because I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like, well. They're about as valuable as gold bars right now. So, mm, and of it. course, took all their effort to remind all of their fans that it is against both the laws of many states and local laws to buy or receive stolen merchandise. So there you go. Well, the thing is, is that EVGA knows the serial numbers for each one of those cards. They, oh, yeah. they definitely know the serial numbers for those cards. So if you buy a card that was stolen, you probably, and you try to register that serial number, mm, 
They, in, yeah. In yeah. their emails to uh, consumers that are subscribed to their emails, EVGA actually state, stated a reminder that EVGA will not register or honor any warranty or upgrade claims on any of their stolen products. Of course. Of course. They will probably still be used and useful, but you can't register them. You know, and that's, I mean, EVGA has one of the better uh, uh, better returns and RMA processes for their cards. So you best hope that that card doesn't die on you. <laughs> that's, uh, it's wicked. Um, but doesn't doesn't surprise me in the least. I mean, this kind of shit happened. Like, remember the, the fucking, uh, the fishing boat that had a bunch of fucking, you know, video cards that was on it, you know, back fucking, was it last year? Yeah, it was at the end of last year. It was you know, a fishing boat that they had caught off the shores of China that had a well, bunch of fucking cards in it. Wasn't there like a big theft, uh, uh, during the 2060 uh, line? I mean... Yeah, if if oh, it's I mean, if the cards are in demand from uh from crypto, your your cards are uh your your cards are worth more than gold because the it's got the initial value of what the card is and then what it can bind. So yeah, it's worth more than gold in weight. So yeah. It's pretty crazy. But basically the truck was going uh from the docks at San Francisco to EVGA's Southern California distribution center. So they they know it's somewhere between between San Francisco and the South LA area. Fucking grand heist on fucking video cards. Go figure. Son of a bitch. They finally get off the goddamn boat and they get fucking, you know, they get swiped. Son of a bitch. Right after sitting on the boat for probably four or five months. Well, goddamn criminals. Wow. Um, I got nothing more on that, man. Like, that sucks. It, it really does. I'm still yeah. just waiting to see if I can get a fucking PS5, man. I just want to play Dark Demon Souls. Dark, Dark Demon, Dark Demon Souls. I, uh, I, um, I would like to get myself a, a PlayStation 5. You know, just so that I have access to some of the exclusives. I really want to play Ratchet and Clank. Um, the, the Rift Apart. I, I, it looks really good. <laughs> but I just haven't been able to find myself a PlayStation 5 anywhere. Yeah. I, I'm, of course, as soon as I buy a PlayStation 5, I'm going to have to buy a new TV. Well, I have to get the... I have a uh, leaky faucet outside that needs to get fixed before winter. Mm-hmm. So that comes first, and then based on how my budget looks after credit cards and everything else is paid off, then that's going to be my present to me sometime soon. Yeah, if if I can find it, yeah, that's basically the same my thing. Aunt, if there's there's if there's only one thing I want for Christmas, it's a PS Five. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got something I won't see on show because she listens sometimes, but I got a fairly expensive, very practical gift that I'm getting Jessa, and. uh um, surprise <laughs> yeah not saying it on the show but um so there's that expense and after i do that and buy for the kid and my parents i'm like gonna look at my budget and be like all right so do i got it's gonna cost like 400 bucks 500 bucks oh you thinking you're gonna get it at msrp oh man 
I'm not going to get it from a scalper. Oh, uh, man. I'm just going to look and see if I can find one. My sweet summer child. You're not going to get that fucker for MSRP, no matter where you go. <laughs> um, speaking of game delays, um, you've got the... Uh, so the... Midnight Suns, which is the XCOM-style Marvel game, uh-huh. was originally coming out March 2022. Um, it's being delayed to the last quarter of 2022. Wow. So, I guess I'm not looking forward to that. No. No. Um, not until fucking this time next year. <laughs> come out when it comes out. Um, and then uh, Diablo 4 is being looked at as possibly 2023 or 2024. Uh, I couldn't see that one coming. Because uh, there's all sorts of restructuring oh, going on with Blizzard. Overwatch Two is the same way. Uh, that was at the same on the same announcement. Overwatch Two and Diablo Four, both of them were actually um, uh, delayed for uh, a, a good period of time, at least another year. Um, but yeah, uh, Blizzard is going through some pretty rough fucking patches right now, and uh, I, I doesn't surprise me one bit that their games are getting delayed. But um, there's a, there's another one. There's another one that got delayed. What's that? <laughs> and this one's actually kind of big. Um, uh, the expansion for Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker got delayed. Oh yeah. So Final Fantasy XIV was supposed to have Endwalker come out on the uh, the early access for it was come out uh, was on the nineteenth of this month. So that is only a couple of weeks away, right? Um, they uh, there was a letter from the producer live that was uh, was broadcast. I think it was last night. Um, uh, and the letter for producer live started off with uh, Yoshi P, the you know game director for uh, for Final Fantasy, um, going into a half an hour apology. Uh, for delaying the game. <clears throat> he had to delay the game for two weeks because he said that he was too much of a perfectionist and he couldn't, uh, you know, he kept coming up with ideas to improve uh, the game uh, while he was playtesting it uh, prior to uh, release and while he was going through and making these tweaks and upgrades and working with the team to make the game as perfect as possible, uh, it started to eat into QA time, and the uh, uh, the game needs two uh, two weeks to pass uh, quality control uh, for QA uh, before it can be released. Otherwise, he could, he said he could cut content, but that's not how the Final Fantasy development you know works. Um, and he did not want to put it out in a state that was unstable. Uh, so, uh, to prevent that from happening, he just said to, uh, to, to delay it. So this is, and he went into a little bit more about how that works. You know, from a game director perspective, you're looking at somebody that is making a call on a game that is releasing in two weeks to delay it an additional two weeks. It's really close to release date. They already had promotional details. They had already given out the dates. They were already on the hype cycle, all of that. So he had to go to the board of directors at Square Enix and say, hey, 
the game's not ready. We need two more weeks. And the board of directors told him, you know, if it was any other person in any other game, this wouldn't work. But because it's Yoshi P and it's Final Fantasy XIV and the players love Yoshi P so much, they said, we'll give it a try <laughs> and see what happens. And, of course, the uh, um, the initial response, of course, is like there's people who take time off for these types of things. It's a big fucking release, right? Uh, so um, that happened. Uh, and there's a lot of people that can't make changes that qu- uh, that close to time off, like two week, you know, two week notice to change things around. Yeah. You can't really make changes to your time off. Um, so there's, uh, there was initial backlash from the player community because it's like, fuck, I just took time off for this. You know, I just got it approved. I, you know, I can't make any changes to it now. What am I going to do? Um, and, uh, yeah. Yoshi P, uh, broke down on stream. <laughs> he, he, he was crying man tears. Um, <laughs> this game is unique, dude. Uh, all I got to say is like, there's, there's very little people. We have very few game, uh, game development studios and game directors that I actually, actually even give a shit about. And like seeing that reaction from, uh, from a game developer on a live stream, it's, it, I mean, it, it sucked. Like if I felt for him because that's, you know, he's, he's so passionate about the fucking game. So yeah, it sucks. I'm not going to be able to play the game for an extra two more weeks. Um, um, my, uh, my initial bet with, uh, with my buddy is now extended by two weeks. I am playing a Lala character, which is basically the, uh, the, the little short guys. Um, and I told him I would take uh, I would play Lala until uh, uh, until Endwalker released, and now that's been extended by two weeks. So now I have to uh, I have to suffer with a very 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 short character. Um, but overall, I think it's better for the game. We've always had the same you know the same thing as game gets delayed, take the time you need. Like you know I can't get mad at that because that's been my stance forever, right? Take whatever time you need. Don't put out a shit game. Uh, and that is, you know, that's that's true here. It's just shocking that this this is the very first time that Final Fantasy XIV has ever done this. Normally when Final Fantasy XIV uh, and the dev team come out with a date, they stick to that date. It is like rock solid. Uh, this is the very first time that this has ever happened. Uh, and, I mean, I can see why. Because this is the culmination of 11 years worth of game, you know, in one expansion. It's the end of one saga. Uh, so they want to make sure it's right. So. And then Icarus is finally getting, had their last beta. And that actually comes out on December 4th. That is the one game I'm picking up for sure. December 4th? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Right as your vacation's ending. December 4th. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, 
Um, with Final Fantasy coming out, with Endwalker on about that date, uh, Icarus coming available, um, fucking uh, Halo coming, you know, coming very shortly after. Um, oh yeah, well, that'll be on Game Pass though. So. Yeah, uh, December's gonna be uh, December's gonna be rough. <laughs> well, and if you want, Jason, the trilogy for Grand Theft Auto comes out next week, I believe. Am I right? Uh, Dude, have you Pass. seen have you seen any of the inf- uh, uh, the, the video for that? Yeah, I'm I I'm digging it, but I don't know that I really need to it's, play that particular trilogy again. What well, they did is they kept true to a non-realistic art style to kind of enhance what was already there. Yeah, I so mean, it's a little bit cartoony looking. Well, still, it may be a little uh, little cartoony looking, but it, it looks pretty good. It has it has the same kind of polish that you know, uh, that five has. Um, so it looks good. Like they took, they took some really old games. Like those games are fairly fucking old. Uh, and they, uh, they added, you know, better textures, reflections, lighting, all of that stuff. So it, they look really good. So, well, it'll be on game PC game pass like this week. I mean, that's, I mean, it's basically three games, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. That's why I was looking at. it. I was like, well, I guess it's a year remix, right? Well, yeah, and you, you're right. It's the only reason why I'm not uh, I'm not gonna shit on it is because it yeah, it came out on Game Pass. Like if you got if you've got Game Pass, well, I'm basically fucking shilling for them again. But um, but yeah, Game Pass has always been a uh, a damn good deal for that shit. But I think, fuck, I couldn't find hardly anything else. I've got nothing more. Do you want to wrap up? Jason wants to because he's barely fucking awake. All right, Jason, much. where can you find us? Oh, find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channels, YouTube.com slash TiltCast, and search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. Find some friends of the show. You've got Cabbage KBG. You've got For the Love of Gaming. You've got Picking Up the Pixels or Pupcast. <laughs> You've got NoQuarters.net, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.TV. They also play PC games. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.